Welcome to the Course Creators Circle podcast, where we talk all things course creation with your host, ideas strategist, and Thinkific approved expert, Linda Reed Enever. The Course Creators Circle podcast is home to Linda's top tips, along with interviews with experts and course creators just like you. Get ready for practical tips you can implement in your course creation journey with your host, Linda Reed Enever. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Course Creators Circle podcast. I am very excited today because I get to bring in the first of my Course Creators Circle podcast guests. And Karen Hillen is a HR advisor. Karen and I have known each other for many, many years. And I'm excited to say that she's finally teaching online and she's delivering her programs via her Thinkific school. And the Course Creators Circle has been lucky to be part of that journey. So I really want to showcase the course creators who are doing podcasts and, and putting stuff together using our Course Creators Circle. And I wanted to invite Karen and my other members that have been creating courses in here to talk to you about that. So Karen, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And it's exciting to actually have a course. <laughs> They are exciting moments in time, aren't they? To have your own course and get your own content out there is amazing. So Karen, the questions that I'm going to ask you today, are we're just going to have a little bit of a chat and see what course creation was. When did creating a course first pop into your head? When did that idea first pop into your head? It's probably been something that, you know, people mention every now and then and they'll say, oh, you know, you should do a course or you should put this, you know, all this information in a course. And I've always sort of just discounted it. Oh, no, I can't see how that would be a course. So it's probably been there for a little while, but I'd never really seriously thought about it until I started talking to you and you made me see that the information that I've got can be made into courses, whether they're quite short courses or whether they're longer courses or whether they're a course that's not really a course. Probably that's a very long answer to say, yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while, but not seriously. Beautiful. And look, you know, that's fine. Like lots of people get into that stage and Jenny, when I started out, I was probably in the same boat. I'd been thinking about it, but I hadn't, couldn't make it work or I couldn't make the tech work or I couldn't put the pieces together. So guys, that's all good. So Karen, before we delve too far in, what is it that you teach? What can people find when they go to your school? Yep. As you said, I'm an HR advisor, so I provide HR services to small businesses. So the sorts of things that are either in there or coming could be anything from how to performance manage an employee that might need either improvement or slowly moving out of the business, just so people know what they can and can't do. So it could be mostly to do with managing staff and managing HR in your business. But most of the things that I have in there really aren't technically courses, but I use it more as a membership site. So I store all of my clients' information in there that are paying me a monthly fee to basically I provide them a a virtual HR manager service. So I'm able to use that to put all of their documents, give them all their templates and their employment contract templates and all of those sorts of things. So they've just got one location with all of that information. Beautiful. And I was actually going to talk about memberships because that's what we focused on with you in particular throughout this journey 
is creating memberships, making sure you get paid and you continually get paid and the access is removed if someone's not paying you. And Karen had these most amazing programs out there and memberships, but it was taking a lot of manual work for you to be able to get everyone what they needed and the things that they needed along the way. So when we first started your course creation journey, we were talking about the little courses that would lead people through, but the more we got into it, the more we delved into membership. And for those of you who are new to that course creation journey, Karen mentioned something about also when courses are not a course. <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing about Thinkific. You can have courses that aren't technically a course. They're courses because we've labeled them a course in that journey, not because the point of, because they, we're using a course to deliver that component. So Karen's delivering ebooks she's delivering cheat sheets she's delivering her paid membership programs all through the back end of thinkific and it's becoming the central hub really isn't it for you delivering yeah. your content yeah and I think the thing for people that are listening and might think you know I couldn't do a course that was what I thought and I went into Thinkific and I started looking at it and I'm like this isn't going to work for what I want and I actually sort of put it on the back burner probably a few months and then we had a conversation and we started talking about it again and all of a sudden the light bulb just came on and then it was wow yeah this is going to work and I think for me it was really getting the whole idea of it being a course out of my head because it doesn't have to be a course for Thinkific to work for say what I'm using it for a membership program so it may not be a course it may may be the delivery of a service or the delivery of information a program or a program so it's it may not be what you think of when you think of a course and that was what took me a bit of time to get my head around but it works perfectly and that's awesome to hear. So Karen, I've got a couple of questions that I want to ask you that I'm going to keep going with in standard, but it's been really good for people to understand, I think in this particular podcast episode, that not all courses need to be a course in inverted commas as such. So guys, if you're thinking about it, you can look at delivering programs, you can look at delivering challenges, and lots of us out there are looking for reoccurring income and memberships is a great way of doing that. So you can think about different ways that you can maybe package your skills or package your knowledge and deliver it via a membership program. So when you first started, and I think we've answered this question, but I'm just going to keep it going. When you first started, what do you think course creation was all about? I did struggle because I really thought it was courses and I kept resisting because I was like, oh, I don't have information to create a course. What could I do a course on? HR's boring. People won't want a course. People aren't going to, you know. So I think you've just got to think outside of the box. And, and for me, getting started did take a little bit of time, but being able to create just a short in inverted commas course might be a process. Um, So one of the things that I've done is instead of doing a fully completed HR policy handbook, for instance, I now have that there's a template there's getting into the technical thing, but there's a mail merge document that goes with that. But I've done a video. So now there's a video that steps people step by step how to create their handbook from the template. So they get the all of the downloads immediately once they've paid for it. And I step them through the video on how to create that 
handbook and I'm going to do that with other documents. So I suppose that's type of course, but it's not your traditional course as you would think, let's book in and do an online course of learning how to knit or something like that. Yeah. And I think you've just said it. A course isn't what we often perceive a course to be in our heads. A course can quite often be that guided step because the person looking for your HR process by getting an ebook and a template or, or whatever it is will help them fill it out. The course is actually the guidance. And when we're teaching, yep. people are looking for the guidance from all of us. So I think if anyone takes anything out of today's podcast episode, please take that component, you know, get out of the box idea of what a course is and look at how you can guide someone or teach someone through a process or a how-to or anything like that. Courses don't have to have a certificate at the end of it. They don't have to be a step-by-step, you know, learn how to knit or learn how to knit a jumper. It could be a process or a procedure that someone needs to know that you have the skill to teach. And by delivering an online course they get it on demand when they want it and that's amazing and they can go back and re-watch it that's I think Karen the best thing about those templates is if you get confused you can go back and re-watch it so you're also down decreasing some of the customer service side from your point of view if you do sell a template other questions back and forth in email absolutely and that's the thing that I found really good and it's just opened up a whole heap of ideas of how I'm about to implement a whole heap of other stuff in Thinkific so I've got a bit of a process that I use Um, for somebody to order an employment contract, for instance, then, you know, what I was doing is they would buy on WooCommerce and then I would send them a form that they needed to fill out. And it was quite a process. And if they didn't fill it out, you know, it got quite complicated. I'm now going to put that in Thinkific. So it's going to be a product in there where somebody will buy an employment contract. They'll be directed to an online questionnaire. And then once I've got that, then I can deliver what they need. So it's it's just thinking out of the box and, and, you know, like, like I said, from the beginning, I thought, oh, wow, I can't do a course. But now I've got so many different options that I'm looking at. That is awesome to hear. And guys, as a Thinkific expert partner, we're able to give you the opportunity to a 30-day trial and some bonuses. So if you want to, in the resources with this podcast episode, you can click on the link and be able to take that up and get challenged in that process. And if you're already a Course Creator Circle member, it's already in the group and inside your membership program that you can delve into. So what's the one thing that you've learnt since creating a course through this journey that maybe you didn't know when you first started through this stuff or maybe one takeaway from the course creator circle that you really got that sat with you? I think the biggest thing is that there's so much that's possible and like I've said a couple of times it doesn't have to be your traditional thinking of a course yeah so thinking about how you can use it and you know getting out of your head why it can't happen because that's what I got stuck in for a couple of months. I just went, not for me. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. It's just not working. And I think it really is just getting that idea out of your head and and looking at the different ways that you can actually look at something and go, yeah, that can work. Guys, the course creation journey starts when you get out of your own way. (laughs) Very much along those lines, we need to get out of our own way of being able to do things. So Karen, you've mentioned that, you know, you've got some other things happening. What would be the things that you would share with someone who was looking at maybe starting the course creator circle journey or, or just starting their course creation journey? What would be the one tip that you would give now that you've walked through this journey yourself and you've put together your course but not a course what would be that one tip that you would give them to get started 
just start, just start with something small and start with something that's easy and is not going to be, don't think I've got to do, you know, a full course that's going to deliver a whole heap of content. Start with something easy so you can get the feel of how Thinkific works, how you can, you know, move around and, you know, create all of the way it looks and all of, you know, all of those things that you need. Get a good feel for it by doing something small and then work your way up. Absolutely. And that's a really good piece of advice. You know, I say teach the basics. So for those of you listening, if you did nothing else today, you had a cheat sheet or a workbook or something that you've put together or an ebook that maybe has got some processes and procedures in it, you could go and take your Thinkific trial. You could put your course together, put some video instructions and have what I call an entry-level course, an entry-level offering to allow people to be able to come in and learn from you within those areas. So Karen, you're offering your membership through Thinkific, you're, you're taking payments, you're doing all those amazing things, being able to do that. What's next in the course creation journey for you? What, what are you going to bring out next that people can learn from you in not courses but not courses? <laughs> I think I'm putting some more what I'd probably call products on there to make things easier and more streamlined both for me and for the client. And then I am going to start looking at doing some what I would consider courses. So doing some little short courses on, you know, performance managing an employee or just those sort of little, I suppose, types of role play things where somebody might be able to watch a short video and go, oh, okay, that's what I need to do. So I find HR can be really complicated. And if I give somebody a template or a checklist, just having a little bit of a video that goes with them and steps them through so they get a feel for what they need to do and they can feel more confident. And they feel empowered and then they're more likely to act and rehire and re-engage you on more and more things along the way. Karen, it's been a pleasure. You've joined us in the Course Creation Kickstart. You've joined us in the Course Creator Circle and you've delved your way through putting a course together with me. So it's been very, very much my pleasure to have you through that process. If someone was looking at joining us in the Course Creator Circle, what would you say? Give it a try. Not only do you benefit from all of the great knowledge that Linda has, but it's a great community of people. Everyone's really supportive. You can bounce ideas off each other and, yeah, get the help that you need to get started. Beautiful. Karen, where will we find your courses? Where will someone find the HR, the membership, the guides and stuff we've been talking about today? It's on my Thinkific site and from memory, I think it's hillandhr.thinkific.com. Beautiful. And if you head to my HR partner, there's a button there as well, myhrpartner.com.au. Yeah, myhrpartner.com.au. There is a button there as well. So Karen has, guys, come from the world of thinking that courses weren't for her. And I can tell you, she attended the challenge and we've gone through it. She's like, I don't think it's really for me. We then had a couple of strategy calls and a couple of chats along the way and we were able to get past and, and take that knowledge out of her head and turn it into something that is now monetized and saving her time, which are two of my favorite things in the world, monetized and time saving in being able to deliver her knowledge and her expertise. If you are wanting to boost your business through HR, understand what HR is, then I'd strongly suggest that you go and visit myhrpartner.com.au and check out Karen and what she's offering. Karen, we're going to leave people with one final HR tip from you 
here today. So what was your number one gold HR tip that everyone should be implementing in their business? One of the main things I say to people all the time is communication's key. Just make sure that your employees are really clear about what you expect from them and communicate with them regularly. So there aren't any surprises and that will improve culture as well. If people know what you expect, they know that there's really open communication then everybody's just going to not be open to any surprises because they'll all know where they stand and people in your business will really appreciate the fact that you're communicating with them regularly. Beautiful. Karen, thank you once again for joining me. It has been my pleasure to be part of your course creation journey and I look forward to watching you grow even further in the future. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Course Creators Circle podcast. Don't forget to check out the full range of resources available for course creators at www.thecoursecreatorscircle.com.au.